Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. Welcome to So That Just Happened, a podcast for those who have lost their person and want to find themselves. I'm Carly Cooper, a single mom, widow, coach, author, and chronic truth seeker. My superpower is finding the funny, the hope, and the silver lining in any shit situation. This podcast is for the purpose of education only and is not a replacement for therapy. If you need additional support, please seek out a trained professional for help with your specific situation. Let's get to it, shall we? Hello, and thanks for joining me for this week's episode. Okay, I want to warn the skeptics out there. This episode may be a little or a lot out there for you, but that's okay. I'm not here to convince anyone of anything, and I'm not going to force the Kool-Aid down your throat. But I hope you can listen with an open mind because what I'm about to share with you gave me a tremendous amount of comfort and was a massive reason why I was able to move forward after my husband died with very little guilt. Those of you who know me personally know that I'm a really spiritual person. And in my social circle, I'm considered the one who's kind of out there, pretty woo-woo. I surround myself with crystals even though I still need the explanation of what they are and what they do. I just, I still believe in their power. I use essential oils as a first line of defense instead of popping pills, although I do still believe in doctors and medicine when I feel it's absolutely necessary. I talk to and I pray to God and angels every day. I seek guidance from angel cards. I practice feng shui monthly. I've done energy healing sessions where the practitioner sounded like she spoke in tongues, and instead of feeling freaked out, I fucking loved it. I feel way more connected to animals than I do most people, so I'm pretty much open to it all, with the strong exception of drinking other people's blood or ever doing ayahuasca. I will never touch that. The idea of vomiting and shitting in my pants while being totally out of my mind in front of strangers in a rainforest in Peru and witnessing others go through that experience is pretty much my worst nightmare. I'm pretty much open to all forms of healing. So when my friend who was also, you know, kind of out there, she's a soul sister of mine, when she suggested I get a reading from a medium that she went to, I was like, sign me up. Now, this was back in April of 2021. My husband was still alive at the time, and I really didn't have a reason to book the session. I was just open to the experience, so I just did it. But I knew that with good and legit mediums, they book months and months in advance. So I didn't actually get my session with her until July of 2021, which happened to be two months after my husband died. For those of you who don't know, A medium is like a psychic who can feel and hear thoughts or voices or mental impressions from the spirit world. Basically, they see dead people and can channel them. Back in the 80s when I was a teenager and I had no boyfriend or any real plans about my future, I used to pay $20 to go to palm readers when I was out with friends on a Saturday night. They would predict my love life, how many kids I was going to have, my lifeline, what I was going to be when I grew up. I was desperate to get some answers and guidance. And these readings, if I can even call them that, 
They really should have come with the disclaimer for entertainment purposes only. It was gimmicky, a fun thing to do, like reading your horoscope or opening a fortune cookie. It all felt very general and surface. Having this medium experience was different. It was done over Zoom, and I literally said nothing about myself or my situation. And she channeled my husband, Mark, almost immediately. She told me things that only I could know. Sayings and expressions that we used to say to each other. She nailed his struggles and his battle with mental illness. She knew I had a son and how old he was, and she gave me insight into how he was handling everything. It was wild, and and I found it extremely comforting. It offered me insight and validation and confirmation about things I intuitively felt to be true. Now, because Mark died so suddenly, in the way that he did, I was left with so many unanswered questions. And Mark's best friend and I did our best to piece it all together. We tried to find reason and meaning as best we could. But having this reading made me feel like we were on the right track. And that helped me to make peace and find some closure to something that really had the potential to remain a mystery. A few months later, I had another session with a different medium. And then another session a month later with someone else. Typically, I wouldn't have booked so many sessions, but like I said before, really good mediums book out months and months in advance, and it just so happened to be when I got all these appointments. Both of these sessions blew my mind. Mark came through again for both, and I knew with every fiber of my being that it was him because of the way they described his essence, the connections they made, the hat that he was wearing, and if you knew Mark... You know that he was known for his massive hat collection. And in true form, he was cracking jokes. And again, if you knew Mark, you know that he had an amazing sense of humor. But what really came through and made me know with absolute certainty that I was connecting with Mark was how they described his continued love and support for me and my son, Jack. He kept saying how he wants us to be happy He wants us to move forward and how sorry he was. That there was nothing I could have done to stop or prevent this from happening. Now, I never blamed myself in any way because I really did feel like I helped and supported him as best I could throughout our relationship. But it was still really important for me to hear that from him. Another common theme that all the readings told me was that I would find love again. And Mark was actually happy about it and completely on board with me moving forward. I was told by one of the mediums that this isn't always the case. Some spouses who pass on aren't always supportive of their living spouse moving on. But Mark was all heart, a true romantic. And I felt loved and supported by him even from beyond. Now, when I heard this at the time... It felt completely foreign and unbelievable to me because the idea of being with anyone else wasn't remotely on my mind, and I couldn't even wrap my head around contemplating even dating again. But I was comforted by knowing that if and when that day ever arrived, I would have Mark's blessing. I felt connected to Mark even before my sessions with the mediums. Every morning for months after Mark's death, I would talk to him when I went to walk our dog. 
I would update him on how I was doing. I would ask him to continue to look out for and protect me and Jack. I would ask for his guidance when I wasn't sure which way to go. And I would pray for his peace. It was my way of keeping our connection alive. And in the beginning, I really felt his presence around me. But it came in the form of either a dove or a rabbit. Again, I can't explain why I believed that whenever I saw a dove or a rabbit that it was Mark. It was just a deep feeling of knowing. Because they lingered a little bit longer when typically they would either fly or run away at the first sign of movement. Or they appeared at the exact right time that I needed him. But this all happened pretty much right after his death. And then it just seemed to stop. At the time I got the three readings, I was still in a pretty dark place. I hadn't done the true grieving yet. I was still pretty distracted sorting out my life and decluttering my house and living through a renovation. I hadn't even contemplated dating yet, but they all said in one way or another, I would find love again and I'd find my way. Then my sister had a reading last April of 2022 with a different medium And she said Mark came through to her too, and still gave messages for me. He said that he wants me to find someone, and believes I will if I can get out of my own way, if I can believe I can, and if I don't overthink it. I mean, come on. If you know me, you know how accurate that is. So she insisted that I book a session with this guy, and I sent an email right away, but the earliest date they could give me was November 10th. That would have been our 21st wedding anniversary. Coincidence? I don't think so. Then fast forward a few months to July or August of 2022, and it was almost exactly a year since I had my first reading. I remember one morning when I was walking my dog, I had a conversation with Mark, and to be honest, I hadn't done this in months. Now, I had met someone a few weeks earlier, And we formed a deep connection really quickly. And I'll share more about my dating process in a future episode because there's more to say about that. We weren't technically together for a long time, just a couple of weeks at this point, but it felt real. And even though I felt confident in my own feelings and technically I didn't need Mark's approval, I still wanted his buy-in. And it felt different than asking my late husband to approve of my new boyfriend. For me... Mark had moved into a new category, more like a guardian angel who is now there to love and and support and protect me and Jack without any human emotions interfering or getting in the way. So I remember saying, Mark, if it's not too weird for you, can you just let me know if this feels like the right person and if this relationship is a good fit for me? And I'm not shitting you. Within 20 seconds, I saw a bunny, which again, I knew was Mark. And I hadn't seen a bunny in a year. But wait, there's more. I called my boyfriend immediately to tell him what just happened. And when I called him, he was outside in his best friend's backyard. And about a minute after I finished my story, he saw a bunny. We were both completely silent like full body chills. And then we both felt like it was Mark giving his approval to me and passing the torch to him. So I had that session in November. And at the time of this recording, 
That was about three months ago. And even though many things in my life have changed since I got those first three readings last year, I've grown and I've healed and I've evolved so much, there were still some consistent things that came up. Mark's love and support for me and Jack continued to be present. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that he wants both of us to be happy, to continue living, to, be, to open our hearts up, to give and receive love again, to laugh, especially at the most inappropriate times. He wants us to thrive and shine bright and carry on. He even encouraged me to use my voice to create this podcast because that's the kind of person he was and in my heart will forever be a beautiful, kind, loving, supportive soul. So my friends, if you're open to it and you have suffered a loss of a loved one, maybe you're feeling stuck in guilt and you can't move forward or you're blocked or you're closed off to the idea of finding love again. I encourage you, I invite you to just look into having a session with a medium. When you find the right one, it can offer comfort and validation and confirmation and permission to keep living without guilt or shame, just unapologetically on your terms. And you deserve that. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye for now. All right, my friends, thank you so much for listening to this So That Just Happened podcast. I really hope you found value in this episode and that you're walking away with at least one golden nugget that you can implement or feel inspired by. I would be so grateful if you would share it with one friend or family member who is committed to moving forward and transforming their life. Make sure you subscribe so you can catch every new episode and please leave me a review. It would mean so much to me. Also, follow me on Facebook and Instagram at at Coach Carly. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.